Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to this week's Character Unlock, where we are going to spend a little bit of time talking our E3 2017 predictions, our wants, our don't wants, our habits. We're just going to be talking a little bit about the upcoming advert marketing masturbatory awfulness that is E3 every year, and this year is going to be no different, I am sure. I'm Andrew Brooker, hosting this week, and joining me is my good, good buddy, John Miller. How are you, mate? Not too bad. Kind of regretting the whole fact that you said masturbatory. Masturbatory is a good word. It it's a great word, just not when I'm talking to you. I'm not saying I'm doing it. I'm just <laughs> just used the word because it it perfectly describes E3 99.9% of the time. I I guess. <laughs> what word would you have preferred I used? Uh, exactly. Anything. Any any words. <laughs> All of the words. Just pull a dictionary out and use every single one of them. <laughs> Masturbatory is definitely in the dictionary. I, I will get not. to it eventually. I suppose. It is. It's in the M somewhere. Masturbatory. It's, a bit it's hardly going to be the pages. fucking P's now, is it? It's a bit with the sticky pages. I know that's definitely the P's, is the, the, the sticky pages. <laughs> Going through the dictionary looking for the rude words. <laughs> like a 12-year-old. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of the... Uh, the, um, translation dictionaries as well. Exactly. Just so you can find which word is uh, shit in the dictionary uh, in French, exactly. Spanish, and or German. That's the only reason any of us owned those books. It's <laughs> the only reason they managed to sell them. <laughs> My coffee appears to be leaking all over me. As long as it's coffee that's leaking on you and not other things. Masturbatory. Yep. <laughs> Okay, there's fucking coffee everywhere. I'm just going to have to take the top off of my fucked up coffee mug. Use my daughter's towel. It's just coffee, sweetheart, I promise. Alright, I'm going to put that there. Get the manky top off of this thing. Uh, that's why the rubbers come off my flask. Yeah. Well, I try to be clever every time we record this. Because I kept making cups of coffee before we started recording. And then by the time we actually got to recording, I was out of coffee. So now I start, I, I make myself a cup of coffee and stick it in my keep warm flask that I use for work. And now it's broken. And now I just have a metal tube filled with coffee and no lid. Oh. Now I'm sad. <laughs> you have to get a new one. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Anyway. So yeah, so this week, mate, we're going to... Well, we're recording Tuesday. Yes. The episode will go out on Friday. Yep. So as this episode goes out, tomorrow will be the start of E3 2017. And when we say the start of E3 2017, so traditionally... E3 is usually Tuesday to Thursday or Tuesday to Friday, but the days preceding that we have all the press conferences from the big companies, EA, Sony, Microsoft, blah, 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 blah. Usually it goes Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, but this year, for God knows what reason, they're spreading it out. So EA have their conference tomorrow as the episode goes up, Saturday. Yep. And 
the whole thing will be going on until what did we say the last conference was five six o'clock tuesday evening which was nintendo's e3 direct thing so four days more or less of press conferences spotlight sorry i just noticed nintendo spotlight is that what it's called i think so okay yeah fair enough the nintendo spotlight yes cool so yeah so that four days more or less of press conferences and nonsense which for me i don't know about you but for me for years has been just me sitting in front of the television with whatever device i can put on the television to show me whatever website is streaming the conferences this year and pretty much the one time of year i actually become a proper gaming hermit uh, I'd probably go with I'm pro- I'm actually the opposite I don't think I've ever taken time off work specifically for E3 and I well as we used to work in the same office while you were off I would have to go into work because we could never have time off at the same time and I would sit there and watch the conferences instead of doing my job yep yeah. yeah see I just no I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't go into work I couldn't because I spend far too much time on places like Facebook and Twitter it would be absolutely pointless watching the conferences after the fact because I, everything would have already been spoiled for me although but, this is probably something we'll talk about in a little while because everybody seems to be spoiling their own conferences this year well it's they do it everyone spoils their own conferences every year but there's always at least one or two surprises that are, aren't leaked i think for the most part a lot of the leaks are just so they don't have to spend as much time with the certain things yeah but uh so yeah i mean do you do you have Rituals? Do you do anything for the conferences that you do get to watch live or even when you're watching them at work? Well, I suppose normally I'd have the uh, the Microsoft conference live, but considering this year it's at 10 p.m., I don't think I would have normally watched that live any other year, but seeing as I have time off now to yeah. watch, I will be watching it live. Um, but my usual ritual, I guess... T- uh, watch what's going on, you know. After finding, ver- going through, you know, fifty different websites, all saying come here to watch the uh, conference live, and you go onto it, and it's just, it's they're just they've stolen the feed off of another website. Yeah, yeah, that was always the big one, wasn't it? That was, you know, if you went onto GameSpot, used to be my one. I used to go to GameSpot for, for the E3 conferences, and then then Game Traders because love him, you know. As much as people like to rag on him, I like the show that Jeff Keighley puts on every year for E3. L- less him and more the effort that him and the people that work for and around him put into getting guests on. Yeah. It's, uh, IGN always have their IGN cast. Yeah. But then they kind of have their own stupid little overlay that they put on and, you know, pre show and post show and some random YouTuber just sitting there playing a game that's mentioned or something. Yeah. So, but then I took to Twitch stream because the, with the most recent generation of consoles, with the Twitch app being made available, you used to be able to, you could watch the Microsoft conference on your Twitch and then mysteriously it wouldn't work while the PlayStation one was available. Yeah, that that was a weird one. Wonder yeah. what that was. Can't think of a possible reason. I did. After I did give up with that, and probably for me the best invention of the last couple of years, and I can't believe I'm saying it, is uh, YouTube gaming. The, the the whole gaming front end, the gaming UI for YouTube, 
they've, they've put effort in and have done the last two years and it looks like they're out this year as well again that's where Jeff Keighley goes now that game trailers isn't a thing anymore but they, yeah. they, they put effort in with their coverage it's, and it's YouTube how often does YouTube actually go down how, how often can YouTube not handle the strain of the shows that it's putting on considering YouTube managed to handle the uh, 4K Champions League final for free yeah. uh, last Saturday so yeah this, this is it I've, I've seen YouTube go down once and that was uh, when Slipknot released the video to the negative one and that took I saw that take down YouTube mainly because I was trying to get on it on several devices because of Slipknot are you sure that just wasn't your internet dying uh, no because I was at work are you sure it wasn't the work internet dying? Definitely not, because everything else worked perfectly. <laughs> but yeah, that was, you know, I, I have a lot of time for, for YouTube as a, a platform for E3, because like the last couple of years I've watched it, and I don't think I've had an issue. Like, you'd always, you could tell with game trailers and, and GameSpot, when you'd watch them, and, you know, ten minutes before the show started, everything started going a bit laggy, and then once the show actually started... Sometimes you wouldn't be able to see a thing, or you'd be two minutes behind everybody else. Which, when you're trying to live tweet the show at the same time, you look like a complete fool because it just looks like you're you're getting all your E3 information off of other people's Twitter feeds. <laughs> or you're sitting there watching the video, and there's a guy in the chat window on the right hand side, and he's just started chatting bollocks, and saying, "Oh my god, I can't believe they just announced Halo 72." Yeah. And it's like, well, hang on, I'm still watching about FIFA right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so YouTube hasn't had a problem with that the last couple of years, and so I'll probably stick with that. And obviously, you know, if if Xbox Live goes down, I can get to it through the Apple TV, the PlayStation, my Blu-ray player. I've got so many ways of watching it without having to the hassle of attaching my laptop to the TV or anything, which I used to do, dude. The first couple of years I used to, I watched E3 was a massively long VGA cable into a splitter. <laughs> into the back of my TV, into a separate sound system that I would run an extension cable for the volume control over to my sofa. I mean, it was an elaborate mess of shit. Just there was so much crap trailing across my living room when I wanted to watch E3, you know, even about five, six years ago. Yeah, and now you could probably just say, Alexa, play E3. Yeah. Well, now, I mean... I don't even assuming I can watch it all on my Xbox. I don't even need to turn Xbox controller on because I can do it all with my Xbox Media controller, which just switches off if you're not touching it. Cool. Yeah, it's lovely. It, I'm, I might just watch it through my TV because I think I'm pretty sure my TV has the, a YouTube app. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. So I just need to find that remote control because I can't remember where I put it. <laughs> the, or I don't even. I don't need that TV remote. That the only thing that my TV actually does. It, that requires a remote is to turn it on and put it into standby mode because I have my Sky remote which again is capable of doing that yeah. and my volume is controlled to a soundbar nice <laughs> very nice so yeah but yeah that, that's pretty much my I, I get a bunch of shit in like I get a load of good coffee mm. a load of LucasAid a load of Barocco I don't drink that much so I don't do you know when you see people's Super Bowl parties and shit and there's just piles and piles of beer? Yeah. I, I, no, I don't want that. I just I need stuff to keep me awake and stuff to eat when I start flagging. So, like, cans of Pringles and packets of biscuits. So not Mountain Dew and Doritos? No. I like Jeff Keighley, but not that much. 
But yeah, I mean, I'll take a picture of it and show, and well, I'll, I'll add it onto the list of pictures I do for the the Twitter and Facebook posts for the podcast. Literally, it's just a fuckload of really good coffee and Barocca and Lucasade. Pink lemonade, Lucasade. Yep, the zero one. It's delicious. Hmm. And a lot of chocolate hobnobs. Yeah, hobnobs. Exactly. <laughs> but enough dicking around. Enough dicking around. Uh, let's, I suppose, start talking about the shows that are upcoming. So first off, we have on Saturday, so 8 o'clock, I think, our time? 8 our time, 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Yeah. I think. Something like that. Yeah. So yeah, so 8 o'clock our time is the EA Play uh, conference, I suppose Thing. you call it. Yeah. This is EA's second year doing EA Play. Uh, and it's EA refusing to go to E3, because they don't have a stand at E3 anymore. They didn't last year, and they won't this year. So they will have stuff elsewhere. Like last year, they had a, a an LA and a London stage. And stuff set up. So after they oh, announced Battlefield God, One, God, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fucking London stage where all they did was just put FIFA on it because oh. they probably couldn't get a visa for that and fucking that, black guy. That massive cunt who is now going to be the CEO of Liverpool or something. Peter Moore. <laughs> Peter Moore, I guess. I, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure that's his name. And I'm pretty sure he's off to be the CEO of a football club because apparently. Yeah. Years of dicking over FIFA players is makes them qualified for that. <laughs> Better qualifications than some of the people. Who are this is true. Uh, so yes, EA Play, the hilariously uh, brilliant way that EA avoid going to E3, but don't want to do it any other time. Must do it E3 week because they don't want to miss out on any of the hype. Fucking assholes. So we will have the usual plethora of stuff from EA. What do you recommend? What what do we see at the EA conference? Okay, so what I'm thinking is the new a new Star Wars game, not just Battlefront. I'm probably their um that MMO they teased. I think was it either last year or the year before. So that be... MMO, uh, open the open world game they've got. Okay. In the in the works. So we're we're not thinking a revival of thirteen thirteen. No, I think this is a. <laughs> A spiritual successor to 1313. I don't think 1313 will happen, uh, not in a while, but it'd be interesting if the guys from Dead Space did actually make a Star Wars game. Uh, no, I'm think it's um, there's, there was an open world game that they half teased a while ago. Okay. I can't remember what it was called. I am definitely 100% not googling it while you talk. <laughs> Apparently, it's being made by Visceral. Uh, so the Dead Space guys. Okay, maybe it is by the Visceral guys. So I'm I'm on a games radar page. It's just it's called Untitled Visceral Star Wars Game. All right. Uh, and apparently Kim Swift has joined the team. That was the last update, March 27th. Kim Swift, who's who made Portal and Conundrum, something. something? Like that. The yeah. other the other puzzle game that wasn't Portal that definitely was Portal. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's just that... Uh, it was because... the concept thing that they showed in their little sizzle reel last year, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, because it was... The guy the... In, in the doorway. Yeah. Scott Warner left Visceral for Oculus, so that's why I was thinking it was kind of half-canned. Okay. Because no, he was I, supposed I... to be the lead dev or something. Yeah. No, I'm having a quick quick browse of this 
this page. And yeah, I, I do. I remember this being shown in the sizzle reel from last year. And yeah, I remember Visceral, Visceral's name coming up. I remember this. Okay, so yeah, maybe we get to see a little bit more of that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, what else? Pro- obviously, the usual first looks of FIFA and Madden. New grass. New new grass. New new sweat that you can see on the players after they run around for a bit. Mm. Um, Nothing says realism in your Madden game like a little ass crack sweat. <laughs> a little wet V in their bum as you sit and watch them kick off. Exactly. Um, but well, I suppose it's already been confirmed the next Need for Speed entry. Yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about a little bit with like people or the, the these people, these companies ruining their own surprises. Now, we're not, you know, I'm not stupid. We've had E3 leaks for years, but this year seems companies seem to be taking a special interest in ruining their own press conferences. We've had FIFA 18 announced, haven't we? That was announced yesterday, day before. I mean, yeah. not like it's news because it's FIFA. We all know FIFA's coming, but. They've they've announced it formally, which usually wouldn't happen till their E three presser. We've which had... means that they've got something else planned for the FIFA E three presser that doesn't involve announcing that Cristiano Ronaldo is going to be on the cover. Yeah. And that icons are replacing legends and they're going multiplat, not just Xbox exclusive. Oh good. <laughs> we've got they're doing they're showing off first Battlefront two multiplayer stuff. Yeah. Today, as the podcast goes out, so on Friday, so that's the day before their conference. They're showing that the, the Battlefront's more or less confirmed for the back end of the year. So I don't think we get battle, another Battlefield, or, or even a Battlefield hint, which would be weird. Actually, to not have Battlefield at E3 would be strange. Yeah, uh, I imagine there's probably going to be a Battlefield announcement. Yeah. Oh, 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 and obviously, we've just two days ago we had, or Friday. Friday, we had Need for Speed Revenge or Revengeance. Revengeance. I forgot what it was called. It's something like that. <laughs> Need for Speed. Got to get my own back because I'm a whingy little bitch. I don't know. It looks stupid. It looks like it's trying to inject another story into a racing game. It looks crap. Yeah. Not that interested, but I'll play my ten hours on EA Access. I think they've knocked it down to six, probably. I think six seems to be the new default that they're offering out. I think not many games are getting ten okay. anymore. So, uh, so what do you think? Do you think, do no, you think maybe we get a DLC-heavy EA presser? Mass Effect DLC? Maybe, but I think Mass Effect might actually be getting dropped by EA. Really? Yeah, I think because after the last... Iteration didn't actually do too well. I think it's been put onto a, a hiatus. Oh wow! Okay. Because uh, Bioware Age. have got another IP coming, haven't they? Yeah, there'll be probably a Dragon Age announcement for a Dragon Age Four. Okay. Uh, I, th- I do I kind of the- want to point out, not just to you, but to like anybody listening. Like I said earlier, I've purposefully ignored rumor and news sites for the last few days, trying desperately to avoid stuff like this. So. If somebody did, in fact, announce Dragon Age 4 yesterday, I do not know about it. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't, well, what I don't I want don't, is to people to go, well, well of course there's a Dragon Age 4 thing. It, it was announced four weeks ago. Well, I didn't hear it, so it's still new. Fuck you. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the code name for that new on, uh, that new Bioware game they're working on, their, their little light MMO. 
Oh, okay. Oh! The... the one that's supposed to be a Destiny and Division beta. Is this the one they announced before? I can't... Oh, shit. And it looked really cool. And then they said it was a four-player or four-on-four MMO or something. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, supposed to be a rival to Destiny and what the division was in terms of MMO, but, you know, tiny scale. So it's not a MMO. It's an LMO for light. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So... Maybe possibly a battlefield announcement. That I mean, that'd be nice. I don't. I'm not sure it would happen. Probably get more Battlefront Two shit. Yeah, we'll get. I think we'll get Battlefront Two pushed a lot. And no, I, I think, think Battlefront Two is playable. Oh, okay. I think I think they're they're making it. That's one of their playable games. That's kind of cool. So do you uh, think a lot of Battlefront Two with the visceral Star Wars game kind of stuck on the end? Don't forget, yeah. this is coming. It will be out next year. We might end up with a fairly Star Wars heavy. Uh, EA platform I think I think okay. there'll probably be one or two there'll be t- at least two Star Wars games being shown off okay so what about something completely out there that you would like to see completely out there something that's never ever going to happen but you would absolutely love for it to happen <laughs> um, I don't know In say Mass e- Effect 5 I'm terminating the call straight away I'm ne- I wouldn't say Mass Effect 5 <laughs> Maybe because we haven't really had Mass Effect 4, technically. Fair enough. Uh, I don't know, maybe... i tell you what, completely out there, a continuation of the Shepard saga okay. for Mass Effect would actually be quite out there, I think. Fair enough. My, I think my only out there thing, and I, I don't think it's quite as out there as another Mass Effect game, but I would love, considering it's been out a while, I would love for them to announce that Battlefield 1 is on the vault for EA Access from tonight. Yeah. That that I would really like. That isn't wait, Battlefield One isn't already on it? No, because it's only had two lots of DLC out, mate. It's still got more uh, DLC to come. It's yeah, gonna be a while. I do think we'll get their next DLC either announced or played, like in front of us. Yeah. Not that it'll mean an awful lot because I haven't played any battle I played like a couple of hours of my trial and that's it. But I'm desperate to buy I'm desperate to play Battlefield One. And every time their deluxe edition goes on sale from £109 to 60 and then with my EA Access it goes down even further, I'm always tempted to buy it. And to be fair, this time around, the offer ended the day before payday. If it had ended one day later, I definitely would have bought it. <laughs> i tell you what, here's your out there thing. Go on, then. Right. EA Access to go on to PlayStation. Core that is out there. Hmm. I think I think the amount of money that Microsoft are picking up from uh people buying shit on EA Access. Sony are definitely rubbing their hands together going, you know what, we fucked up. Yeah, we, uh, we need a bit of that. We need to get onto that cash. So <clears throat> So that's Saturday night. Uh we get a full twenty four hours after that till the next one. So after, so after EA, we move on to Microsoft, and Microsoft is our time, 10 o'clock Sunday night. Yep, 10 p.m. Now this, I think, is the big one. Microsoft usually is quite interesting. They've had a couple of disappointing years, but when they're good, they're really good. And obviously this year, I think, is going to be really Scorpio heavy. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, for obvious reasons, because last year they formally announced the Scorpio, but told us fuck all about it after that. And we've had drips and drabs and slight bits of information, and we know a little bit about the Scorpio, but this will be... They're planning on releasing it holiday this year. So, you know, a mid-June press conference would be the perfect time to show it off. Yeah. So I think we're going to be very heavy on Scorpio, and I think we're going to be very heavy on games, both new and old, all labelled coming to Scorpio. Or whatever they decide to call it. Because it is, in fairness, it is Project Scorpio. It's a code name. So whatever they decide to call it, the Xbox One, Two. Well, they... Microsoft very recently trademarked uh, a design pattern of uh, an S symbol. Okay. Where it's two C's, kind of. It's like it's an S, but with a strike, diagonal strike going through it in clear. So, so that it looks would be like Scorpio. two C's. Yeah. Okay. It looks like two C's, one on top of the other, just flipped around. Wow, okay, I did not know that. Yeah, they... I think it was yesterday, or possibly this morning, Okay. that that one came forward, that they showed that a little off, All but... Right. I mean, we will definitely, definitely see the hardware. We'll definitely see what it looks like. Even if they don't have it on screen, they will show us digital mock-ups of what we will be buying. Yeah. Uh, think it keeps the frame rate counter? For, maybe. Probably. God, I hope not. <laughs> I, console players are twats enough as they are. We don't need people having frame rate counters in front of them screaming about... That's what they definitely need, you know, to be staring... At numbers fluctuating between 28 and 30 instead of playing the games they're supposed to be playing. Well, some games already have things similar to that. I know that Rainbow Six Siege offers you uh, your um, network settings and speed speeds, okay. your ping settings and, and everything like that in real time, so you can actually have that as uh, like a, an overlay okay. in the bottom left corner of your screen. So... Yeah, it works kind of okay, but you find yourself staring at that instead of the middle of the screen where your gun's aiming occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the exact same problem that any HUD has, where it takes away from what you're looking at on the screen. But this time, if you're looking down, I mean, I, I don't know what your setup's like, but for me, there's a good three foot between my TV and my Xbox. So literally, I'm, I would have to look away from the TV to read the frame rate counter. <laughs> you know, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. <clears throat> But uh, what about some games? What games do you reckon we see with Microsoft? Um, in probably they will show off one of the big third-party companies. I think one of the big third parties that they actually have a a hold with. So probably more from Square. Okay. So what the about new, the new Tomb Raider game that they've got? No, wait. Tomb Raider. Avengers. Yeah, there's uh, an Avengers game coming. Isn't the there? Avengers game coming. Because Square have a, an interesting partnership with Xbox. Yeah. Okay. For certain things compared to others, which is, I, Square have a weird. We have we have strong ties to both console companies. Yeah. It's like one I think, has. I think a, a lot of those they kind of I think they kind of sell rights and exclusivity to IP and title rather than yeah. just everything from Square or everything from EA. I guess it depends on the the, the game. So the the Japanese and RPG type type games will go to Sony because they've got a bigger market, whereas the very Americanized Tomb Raider 
you know, Hitman. Yeah. And probably the Avengers game will probably go to Microsoft. Yeah. And talking of, of uh, Japanese games, so I, over the last couple of days, I've repeatedly been putting a, a call out on social media for, for people to give us their thoughts on, on what's coming for E3, what they'd like to see. And our good buddy, Jack, who has been on the podcast with us in the past, has suggested or said that he hoped would really like to see a return of, or the return of Scalebound, the the Platinum Games game that was cancelled recently. That ain't happening, bro. Well, no, I kind of thought that as well. I, don't, I mean, that that for me definitely sits in that that's an out here kind of hope. I mean, there's a, I suppose there's a small possibility of them going, yes, we've brought back Scalebound and Platinum have nearly finished it and it's going to be on Scorpio exclusively. But I think I'm more likely to release a game on Scorpio than that ever happened. Yeah, Scalebound was a money burner, and that's the main reason to why I think they had to cancel it because they just they saw that the amount of money it was costing them, how long yeah. it'd been in development, and then yeah, we're gonna not sell that many copies of it. Yeah, I Let's do think not even bother finishing it. No, I do think that's a, an out here hope. I don't think that happens ever. But uh, uh, one of the other guys actually, someone else that came back to me. Or came back to us, uh, which would be a Microsoft exclusive thing. Was uh, Steve Norman, the host of the Foul Critics podcast, said he like you know he'd like to see State of Decay two. Now this I thought State of Decay two already existed. The State of Decay two was announced at last year's E three conference, uh, last year's Microsoft E three conference, if I remember rightly. So I would. I wouldn't put a lot of money on it, but I would put money on State of Decay 2 being a launch title for the Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so something not a massive game, but a game that you could buy it that would come prepackaged maybe or cheap on the day the Scorpio comes out. Little download code, something to install on the day. Yeah, a day one game basically. Yeah, I believe State of Decay belongs to Microsoft. Or at least belongs, you know, is exclusive to Microsoft and PC or Microsoft and Steam or, you know, something along those lines. So it'll be a good one for them to have as a, a launch day title for Xbox Scorpio, which would also then come out on the one if they keep to their word. I would say that's definitely more likely to happen than Scalebound ever happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of. Scorpio launch titles mm-hmm. and what we think are going to be um, Forza 7 that's almost guaranteed isn't it yep Forza 7 is 100% going to be a Scorpio launch title it will probably be one of the games that you will have to you get in every single box yep. you won't get a choice you will buy if you buy a Scorpio you will get Forza 7 which brings the question to mind is Forza 7 going to be that one that that proves that Microsoft have to say the words better with Scorpio. Yes. You reckon? That's a hundred percent. I mean, you look at the most recent versions of the Forza franchise and the graphically speaking, some of the things that they've been doing have been unbelievable with the tech that they've got to their hands. Yeah. But if they're gonna really bring out the what looks like dynamic weather, yeah. you need that power. Yeah. Because at the moment what they've got in the Forza games is when it rains the puddles appear in locations that are, well, 
designed by the track. So yeah. they've gone around these tracks. They're preset. In, in, in the weather and gone, puddle here, oh, puddle here, okay. puddle yeah. here. And then they just they put that into the game. So all of the puddles are preset. They don't. They just exist in that position yeah. every time. And they want to do that dynamically instead of having want, a fixed yeah. position. Okay. Yeah, you definitely need the power from... Well, I would say you probably need the power from Scorpio for that. I, I do think... And I think this will come up again when we talk about Sony's uh, conference. I do think there's going to be a lot of this... You know, will play on Xbox One and, and Xbox Scorpio would be better if you bought a Scorpio. Yeah, Get rid please. of your Xbox One. Buy a Scorpio. You know it will be better. Please use a Scorpio, you yeah. fucking idiots. Exactly. I, I think there will be a lot of that. Uh, but Scorpio's increased power plus the Microsoft Azure, you know, cloud super internet power that they've the, got. The power of the cloud. Yeah, the the super cloud. Cloud I'm, power. I'm definitely editing a shitload of bollocks from previous conferences into this podcast. <laughs> cloud power. The power of with the power of the cloud. Fuck you. Yeah. The power of the cloud plus the Scorpio super extra power yeah. uh, is going to make the next game that we're probably going to hear in Crackdown 3. Yeah. If we don't get a mention from Crackdown 3, then that's definitely going to get cancelled by this by, by Christmas. Yeah, I do think you're, you're right. And I would have said the exact same thing. If we don't hear or if we don't hear the words Crackdown 3 and we don't see some gameplay. And this is another, and again, you know, more. For, buy it on a fucking Scorpio, you bunch of mugs. You know, it will be this is Crackdown playing on a Scorpio. Look how beautiful it is. And with the power of the cloud, we've managed to do this. And I'm going to say it like that every time now. Yep. Like a shit wizard. The like, power of the cloud. It's like the worst He-Man ever. Like, it's, no, it's more like a shit wizard being played by Eddie Izzard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, but yeah, I think Crackdown 3... I would desperately hope Crackdown 3 gets announced and is shown off. Well, sorry, gets announced. Gets re-announced. Gets announced as a Scorpio title and is shown off. I do think you're right. I think if we don't see it, by the end of the year we get an announcement that actually, no, it's not being made because too much money. Yeah. Wouldn't even be an announcement. It would just be like a a casual news article at the bottom of a Major Nelson tweet or something. Yeah. It's just, it's just going to him tweet out and it says, oh, and by the way, Crackdown's cancelled. I would be curious to know, remembering that I haven't played a Crackdown game, they never really appealed to me, but I've seen enough gameplay to know kind of what they look like. I would be curious to know how hard they push it in a year and in a conference where maybe not even, maybe not in press conferences but in E3 in total I think we're going to see a lot of Agents of Mayhem which looks an awful lot like Crackdown yeah it looks an awful lot like Saints Row does Crackdown who's the publisher behind Agents of Mayhem again? it's Volition so it's the guys that made Saints Row it's set in the Saints Row universe (laughs) but Mm. I'm I'm bringing Agents of Mayhem up a little bit later on I I have notes for Agents of Mayhem but yeah I'm curious to see because those two have very similar characteristics. And obviously Agents of Mayhem comes out in August, so there's going to be a big push from Volition to get out as much marketing gumph as they can to sell this game. I mean, they don't need to sell it to me. I've pre-ordered my copy already. You're but, already playing it in your mind. Well, it's, it's, it's Saints Row. I, 
why would I not pre-order it? But anyway, yeah. back back to Microsoft things. I really need to do this on video. You have no idea how much hand movement I I use. Like literally, I poke and prod at you. You just can't see it. Nobody wants to see what you're doing with your hands, Brocker. Masturbatory. <laughs> you fucking asked for that. Yep. <laughs> anything else? Anything else you reckon we see or you'd like to see at Microsoft? Uh, I reckon we will... Because uh, last we heard was Phil Spencer at Rare. I think it was late April. Yeah. Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I think Sea of Thieves gets a lot of airtime. I think Sea of Thieves gets its uh, release date. Yeah. Possibly September. Yeah, it's been getting a lot of playtime as well. A lot of people playing Sea of Thieves at the moment. Yeah, that'll be either summer, mid, late summer, early uh, fall. Yeah. Release. Yeah, that'll be that that brief that little lull in the gaming universe where nothing happens. Yeah, well, this is where Agents of Mayhem is going to shine because it comes out in the middle of August. Exactly. Yeah. So what about what about an out here kind of? What do you what would you love to see that's never going to happen at Microsoft's conference? Out there, but I'm not going to say I'm interested. Okay. Specifically, which is um, the next Halo remaster thing. Okay. Because we've had one, and did we have was two remastered? Two was remastered for the Master Chief Collection. Yes. So Halo Three is the only one left. Okay. That hasn't that isn't um, awesome source. You know, okay. looks super pretty. So, do we but think the, do we think an announcement as a game, or do we think you own the Master Chief Collection now? Take this update, and now you get Halo Three Anniversary Edition. Maybe, so maybe a, we'll it, Halo Three B. I tell you what, if they were to release Halo Three Remaster, and it's not available for people with the Master Chief Collection as a as a free update, or even I tell you what, a paid update. Would okay. Be acceptable, yeah. but a DLC unlock. Yeah, a DLC unlock for fifteen pounds, or if you don't own the Master Chief Collection, you can buy the game just like as a standalone for like twenty or something. Yeah. Twenty-five. Okay. I don't know how much the the anniversary editions go for. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I could, I've not, you. I mean, people that are listening probably don't, but you know my opinion on Halo. It very very low down in my estimations. I don't care that much about Halo. <laughs> my my opinion of Halo, uh, I've started the first game very uh, well since I bought the Master Chief Collection because it was like eleven quid or something during yeah. the sale. I think I've, I've, I'm about four or five missions into the first game and haven't played it since. Okay. Uh, I've completed the story uh, lasso on Halo Three. Okay. Uh, and I really enjoyed ODST, but I haven't played any of the other Halo games. Fair enough. Uh, I think my out there thing would be I would like to see and it will never happen because it won't sell and it would never sell which is why it will never happen I would like to see some story DLC for Gears 4 I really okay. I was talking to somebody at work the other day about Gears 4 and the more I talked about it the more I was like okay yeah it was shorter than all the others and there were sections where I got quite bored mainly from the main character <laughs> but I actually really, really enjoyed Gears 4, and it's the. F and I think back, and of course, you and I, we've been doing this a while now, so there's there's lots of games that I've talked about in the last few months where I've gotten halfway through and stopped 
for no reason, not because games are shit or they're not interesting, I just stop and move on. Gears, I didn't. Gears, I didn't do anything until I finished Gears 4. Is it because you can't actually get halfway into Gears 4 because you get what you think is halfway and to stop and you actually finished it? It is. It does feel like that. To be fair, you are at the halfway point before it actually gets interesting. <laughs> and I was very close to turning it off and going, fuck you, no. And then reveals and big things happen. So, But I would like to see more. I don't care about... I play Gears multiplayer. I'm relatively good at Gears multiplayer. I would play more if... You know, I could be bothered. But I would like to see... I would love to see some Gears 4 story DLC. Or You're more you're more likely to see Gears of War online, which is just a Gears of War multiplayer, where yeah. they bring back all the maps. I'm absolutely more likely to see Gears of War 5 than, than I am Gears when 4 was... D- story DLC. Actually, yeah, you're probably right. Either this year or next E3 will be Gears of War 5 announcement. Um, early announcement this year... Full uh, full gameplay reveal next year, with a November release next year. Yeah, that'll be your Gears of War five. Yeah. So moving on from Microsoft is what I know is going to be your favourite. Yeah. And I, what's more, what's absolutely brilliant about this is that it's on at five o'clock Monday morning. So literally, the time I would usually get up for work is when I will get up to watch. The Bethesda show. So, yeah, Bethesda's third annual E3 conference. What do you reckon, mate? Uh, I reckon I will be asleep. Fair enough. (laughs) I will be doing the coverage of the Bethesda conference on my own. (laughs) No, I won't do that. I will will remain professional. Why? I'm not... not... (laughs) No. I will remain professional to the end in that I will accept the fact that Bethesda exists and I will do... A podcast based on the conference because I am that kind of I am that kind of guy and I won't leave you to your own devices. It would be bad just to leave me talking to thin air for half an hour. Masturbatory. Absolutely. I would just record for half an hour and leave it at that. Uh, I'm definitely leaving that in the edit. You better. <laughs> I don't want to be listening to it for no reason, books. I was going to have it on long loop at the end of the episode as well. <laughs> like just 40 minutes of it. Just just instead of having the um, the ending uh, audio and credits, just to have you making that noise with yeah. Owen talking over it. <laughs> so yes, we were saying professional. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, so Bethesda. What, what I mean, what do you reckon? Do, do you have thoughts on Bethesda that aren't, you know, I fucking hate Bethesda? Um, don't they have a Quake game coming? Yeah, so last year they showed Quake Champions, which I believe was a PC-only, online-only... It was basically Quake Unreal Tournament. Yeah. It was PC-only, online-only Quake multiplayer. Uh hero-based Quake multiplayer, which put me off a little bit. I haven't played any of it, but the beta has been going on for quite some time, and I know a few people that have played and said it is rather good. It's, I mean, it's very clearly jumping on that Overwatch money. Yeah. Uh, I would... 
I would bet that we get a full-blown release. I might be completely wrong, and they may already have released it, and I just don't know because I'm not a PC player. Uh, but if they haven't already released it, I would guess that we get an official release date. I would really like for Bethesda to go, it will also be on one of the consoles. You know, I don't care which one it is, but I don't have a gaming rig, and I don't have room for a gaming rig, and I have a Mac, so... Steam is flaky at best, so I would really like to not be playing PC games on my Mac if I could really help it. So I would really like them to say, yes, the beta is done and it's really good and it's coming out in September. September would be bad, but it's coming out in September and it's also going to be on PS4. That would be a real, I would really like that. But yeah, we're definitely going to get some more Quake news. Yeah. But Bethesda's a weird one. Because of the way their games have been releasing, so last year, did you watch the Bethesda conference last year? I remember the prey section. I don't. I didn't watch the conference. I just watched the highlight show that someone had put on to. Okay. The... So at the beginning of the show, they'd done this uh, kind of command line loading screen thing, and it listed all like a load of Wolfenstein games, and then had a Wolfenstein game that hadn't been announced yet. And then they, I think they had Quake Champions in the same CLI thing. And it was basically a soft announcement of a new Wolfenstein game. Literally to go, yes, there is Wolfenstein. <laughs> but nothing else was said. So, I mean, to say I think we're going to get Wolfenstein shown this year would be stupid. I, I'm certain we're going to get Wolfenstein stuff shown this year. Uh, the, not a sequel to The New Order, maybe? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I I really enjoyed the new order and would like to see a sequel for it. And there was clearly a market for more because they'd done the old blood, which was a sta- standalone expansion, if you like, uh, which was set before the new order. And the old blood was really good as well. I I quite enjoyed that too. So I'll definitely take more of the same. And I think it's something that oh, pardon me. I think it's something that Bethesda and ID. And everybody involved in all of these games... Is it Machine Games, I think, that makes Wolfenstein? They've all taken this this approach where the game doesn't have to be long or complicated. It just needs to be fun. So this is something that Machine Games have done well with the two Wolfenstein games. It's something that it blew everybody away with, with Doom uh, You know, last year. Did you ever play Doom? No, I didn't get around to Doom last year. Eight ninety nine on Amazon. It's worth it just for the soundtrack. <laughs> I may even buy you a copy and have it sent to your house just so you can play it. But anyways, yeah, so if we can have more of that, if we can have more fun... You, know, you feel like Superman in these games. You run through and you blow the shit out of everything and you come out at the end having felt like you've literally kicked the world's ass. It is an amazing game, an amazing experience. I would definitely take more of that. Outside of that, I think we had a couple of reveals slash leaks today as we record. So I think the the leak was I think Fallout 4 VR DLC or Fallout 4 VR add-on. Some, something VR-y. Yeah. Fallout, yeah. And Elder Scrolls 6. 
I think they mentioned. Uh, I frankly, know that, I know that there's a plan in place for a new Elder Scrolls Fallout family RPG title, which is supposed to be sci-fi. Okay. That would be interesting. I know that the, there are rumors exist around that one. From the yeah, from the from the Elder Scrolls Fallout developer, it's like a, a, a space RPG, I think. Okay, so uh, Obsidian. I I don't know Obsidian? what they're called. Okay. Aren't Obsidian the one guys that do the? I think they made Fallout New Vegas, but I also think they made South Park. I'm pretty. I I swear Obsidian did uh, Knights of the Old Republic too. Okay, I did not know that. I really didn't know that. But, uh, now I'm concerned because I don't know what who makes uh, certain games that I actually can claim to be a big fan of. I think that's okay. I think when you get to a point, and I don't think it's like an age thing or like a maturity thing, or just at a certain point when you're talking to your mates about games and you start talking a bit more in depth, you suddenly start noticing these things. It's a bit like I I done it years ago with films. You know, you go, oh, I I really liked. Bad Boys, oh, I really liked The Rock. They were very similar films. Oh, look, they were made by the same motherfucker. <laughs> you know, th- things like that. You just start to notice stuff like that. Same as you notice, like, support actors and producers and things like that. It's, I, I think it's okay to not necessarily know, which is why I, I end a lot of my sentences sounding like it's a question, because usually it is, because I don't fucking know. I am an imbecile. You are. <laughs> Uh, they did make Knights of the Old Republic 2 and Fallout New Vegas. Oh, okay. And The Stick of Truth. Yeah. I thought so. They're not making The Fractured But Whole, though, are they? Um, no. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they made Dungeon Siege 3. That game was shit. Yes, yes it was. They also I made had... Alpha Protocol. Nobody made Alpha Protocol. <laughs> Alpha, Alpha Protocol, Protocol does not exist. exist. It didn't happen. It's a figment <laughs> of everyone's imagination. This enormous mass delusion that Sega put out a shit RPG. <laughs> but yeah, I, my thing with Bethesda, uh, so last year, I think we got a little bit of prey last year, didn't we? We got some Dishonored 2. Both of those games obviously already uh, are out now. Dishonored 2 has been for quite some time and prey a couple of months by the time conference rolls around. So, Prey DLC or Dishonored 3? I don't think Dishonored 3. I think it's too early for Dishonored 3. I do reckon Dishonored DLC. Or both. Prey and Dishonored. Prey might be a bit soon. No. Well, I don't... I mean, what I mean is, like... So, a lot of of these games developers, they, they make their game and then they start working on DLC and they announce the DLC really early. But Dishonored... It was months before we got uh, DLC details. Months. And the first bit of DLC details we got was the fucking Trials. You know, which is, it was basically time trials on arenas in Dishonored. It was nothing big or special, and it was more, you know, it was months more before we got the story DLC detailed. I do think, I personally, I think that this would be a perfect time to go, okay, so everybody loved Dishonored 2. Here's some story DLC. 
possibly pray as well, but I do think, especially because it's Arcane and it's Bethesda, I think it might be a bit early. Either way, the very second I see the Arcane logo, I will be muting my television and leaving the room. Any live tweeting that I might be doing will fucking stop, because I have finished neither Dishonored 2 nor Prey, and I do not want the fucking stories ruined. <laughs> Dishonored 2 and Prey are both on a list of games that I need to finish the week after E3, because I'm off work and just dusting around the house. So they need to keep their traps shut until then. But no, I, I think we'd possibly see DLC for those two. Um... Yeah, uh, maybe even DLC that ties the universes together. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Kind of like a... It's a, a, a small world within the Prey universe that that contains the Dishonored universe in like a, a dome a la uh, Westworld <laughs> style. Yeah. I could live with that. That would not be the worst. But yeah, I don't think there's much... I don't think Bethesda... To say they've got just a load of old stuff they're just going to rehash and reshow is unfair, because things like Fallout and Elder Scrolls have a, a massive fan base, much bigger than the games of theirs that I love. But I'm just not that interested in, <laughs> in I don't, Fallout I don't or the Elder Scrolls. How... Bethesda can get like an hour and a half long conference when the only games that they announce are fucking Elder Scrolls and Fallout we'll have some Morrowind stuff because is Morrowind out or due to be out soon uh, the, the, El, the, uh, the Morrowind online. expansion for Elder Scrolls Online Yeah. So we'll see I was going to say isn't Morrowind the name of Elder Scrolls 3 or something Yeah. so yeah so we'll see we'll see that I think I think they've got enough stuff to to uh, fill an hour and a half to two hours. Oh, Evil Within 2. Ooh. Now there... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see that. I would not be surprised. A lot of people calling out for it. It's been enough years since the first one. Good shout. <laughs> Just really, throw that one out there. Really good shout. I, I, I would have held that one back for what are you looking forward to and would have probably then, you know, realised, hang on. No, not actually looking forward to anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think yeah, even with Evil Within, I think they've got enough to give a decent amount of content for an hour and a half. It's just whether or not I can stay awake and stay interested for that that hour and a half to two hours. And again, not because they they make shit games. They just make games. A lot of their fan base or a lot of their game base games that don't really interest me but I mean I, might, I know this might be a silly question because you're not a Bethesda fan but any any out here requests any anything you'd really love to see that's never going to happen do not say the closure of Bethesda <laughs> Softworks damn it I completely <laughs> just about to say that oh, you know me too well Mr. I do <laughs> is that your out here guess yeah we're not making any more games we're quitting we're quitting we're... We've had a good run, but, you know, we're not going to make any more money. Fair enough. Actually, no, you know what? No, I don't want them to quit and, you know, to close. I want them to finally admit that they're consistently making broken games and that they will start making games that work. Wow, that they're more likely to close. 
Good answer, though. Yeah. Good answer. Doom 2 or Doom more. I, I, I don't know what they would call it. <laughs> I would definitely take... I would I would take another... Even just like last year's Wolfenstein one. Just a, a cheeky little... Not really an announcement, but... We're definitely making more Doom. Because I fucking love Doom. Or just a, a DLC to Doom. Like, the, what... Wait, what was... Was it the Old Blood or the New Order? Which one was the DLC? Which one was the new, actual... New Order was the new game. The Old Blood was the expansion. Yeah. There we go. A Doom expansion. Yeah. I mean... Because I will make you play it one day. Uh, I won't ruin anything. But there is a lot of stuff in Doom that ties back to the original Doom games. So I wouldn't say no to playing prequel stuff for the new Doom game. I wouldn't say no to that. Because, (coughs) excuse me, there'd be a lot of, you know, story crossover. That would be very cool. Doom expansion featuring Carl Urban and The Rock. That would be amazing. (laughs) Just Even if they just came as multiplayer skins. I would definitely take that. <laughs> so yeah, Bethesda's here. 5 o'clock Monday morning. That's going to be a tough one. Then, okay, let's touch on this one really briefly because I don't want to sound like a complete cunt. But we are going to touch briefly on 6 o'clock Monday evening is the PC gaming show. Again, this is the third year we've had a PC gaming show. Have you ever watched one of these shows? I didn't know the PC gaming show existed until 30 seconds ago. Mate, they are the most boring, most self-absorbed show. Masturbatory. Masturbatory. But it is definitely saying something. I mean, all of these presses, they're all about advertising their own stuff. They're all about talking about their market share and how much they've sold and how their game is the best game since the last time their game was the best game. The PC gaming show takes all of these other shows, combines them into one, and multiplies them by about 12. And that is the level of just up its own ass these people are. And considering we've just had announcements from like last week, we had uh, Intel announce all their new processors. So Intel have just announced a bunch of I, uh, yeah, i9 processors and the X range, so i5, i7, and i9X. If I remember rightly, PC gamers that are listening, I apologise profusely if I've got that wrong. I'm pretty sure I've got it right. So it's just going to be a load of, here's a game. A bit like the Scorpio. Here's a game. Here's a game when you run it on a 18-core i9. Here's a game when you run it on an 18-core i9 with two SLI'd Titan graphics cards. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't notice the difference. And all PC gamers are cunts. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> the views expressed by John Miller in this podcast do not necessarily <laughs> represent the views of every... I'm going to just have to make that our tagline yep, there if we you go. keep saying stuff that I have to say I didn't think <laughs> that <laughs> I will constantly say stuff like that because no one else is willing to do it <laughs> I'm definitely not hanging around with you at EGX this year you're going to get us both beaten up please <laughs> fucking nerds <laughs> So yeah, uh, try as they can fight their way out of a goddamn paper bag. Yeah, true. So the yeah. only ones I'm scared of are the ones who are running to the Call of Duty stand. I don't know. I don't, yeah, they just <laughs> sweat on you. They want their Doritos and they want their Mountain Dew, that and nothing do. will stop them from getting to it. <laughs> that nerd rage. Yeah. So yeah, I have no expectations, no interest, or anything in the PC gaming show. 
to be fair, the only reason the PC gaming show will possibly be on is if it's on Jeff Keighley's E3 uh, YouTube channel, and I just happen to have it on because it's E3 week. Yeah. I I will not watch it on purpose, and I not because I don't want to play PC. I'd love to be a PC gamer. I just I have no interest in people trying to sell me hardware. Not my thing. Sorry. <laughs> Things more interesting than the PC gaming show. Articles such as Britain's Got Talent, the biggest controversies of all time. Or Oasis Reunion. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd rather watch the PC gaming show than be at an Oasis Reunion. <laughs> but, yeah. So we're going to move swiftly on and pretend like the PC gaming show isn't going to happen. <laughs> because this one will guarantee to be if nothing else the most entertaining because it usually is and that is Lord. exactly the Ubisoft show <laughs> 9 o'clock Monday night Ubisoft will be putting on their annual Girlwood extravaganza if Aisha Tyler's not presenting it I'm turning it back off again what if Mr. Caffeine is presenting it it's slightly almost acceptable exactly I would watch a Mr. Caffeine-presented Ubisoft show. Now, Ubisoft, right, uh, and I, I'm aware that I'm talking a lot, <laughs> so I'm going to shut up in a sec, but Ubisoft are the epitome of what I was talking about earlier with people, these companies, trying to sabotage their own shows. <laughs> yeah. Because, holy fuck, I already know everything that is coming out of the, the Ubisoft show. For fuck's sake. You know, their big surprise Assassin's Creed that was never going to be a fucking surprise in the first place has been ruined. They've purposefully announced Far Cry 5 and it looks to be the most interesting Far Cry game since 3. And they still somehow managed to fuck it up and announce it early. No, no, hang on. It's not the most interesting one since 3 because Blood Dragon exists. Okay, yeah, I'll let you have Blood Dragon. <laughs> and Blood Dragon came out after 3. Blood Dragon is 3. Blood 3, Blood Dragon. Yeah. Blood Dragon is the one. Blood Dragon <laughs> is the only Far Cry game that I've actually finished. I finished 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4, and Blood Dragon. I ha I finished all them, which means all of them except Primal. Um, what was the Xbox 360 one? Was it Instinct? Yeah. Or Killer Instinct? Or No, it couldn't be Killer Instinct. Far Cry Instinct. Yeah. I've not played that. Uh, but, yeah. The, the social media stuff I talked about earlier, the asking people what they wanted... Pretty much the only reaction we got for Ubisoft was, please, not more Assassin's Creed, let it die. <laughs> Who but, said that? Jack! <laughs> what? I know! Assassin's Creed's a staple to the Ubisoft franchise. Well, it's not only that, it's already spinner. been announced. You can't hope that they're not <laughs> going to announce it when it's already been announced. Jack, I love you, dude, but no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry... Almost certainly something that says Tom Clancy on it. Um, I believe we will probably get either an announcement for Rainbow Six Siege Season Three, more to do, or Rainbow Six Siege more stuff for the multiplayer events that they have later on in the year. Okay. Or possibly even Rainbow Six Siege Two. Okay. What's Siege now? Siege Two years old now. Uh, yes, Siege is going into is midway through season season two. So I if, think. if we're midway through season two, I would bet that they announce a maybe a low key season three, yeah, and a siege two. But siege two will possibly be 
uh, it'll be like the Ghost Recon Wildlands from two years ago. It will be an announcement, but you won't actually see it for another two years at least. Yeah, probably. Well, Rainbow Six Siege was announced at the same time, the same E3 as the the next gen consoles, and it still took two years to come out in the first place. Yeah. So no Watchdogs because we have Watchdogs in the last fiscal year. Yeah. Um, the crew. You reckon we get the crew too? The yeah, the crew too. The two crew. The... Two crew for you. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I hate myself just for saying that. Because everybody that heard it heard me say it with the number four. And the letter U. Like phones for you. Yeah. I even did the hand gestures. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I hate myself. You should. Everybody else hates me too. Fuck. Uh, possibly some more For Honor multiplayer stuffs. Yeah, I I haven't heard much of For Honor since it came out. Might be a DLC for For Honor, isn't For, For Honor's mostly based on three different factions: Vikings, Knights, and Samurai, or something stupid like that. Yes. They might. Is there another? I don't know. Do Roman soldiers count as different? I don't know. Would that work? Greeks possibly, or barbar some kind of barbarian. Greeks, bunch of people in togas. Yes. It'd be awesome. It'd be like Caligula. Without yeah. sex, it wouldn't. Yeah. Caligula's Roman, but still. <laughs> no, you're you're right on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, a fourth faction possibly the the Greeks or the Romans maybe, just just to tie people over. Yeah. I will be a little sad if we don't get something announced for for honor, only because for the last few years we've had that dude with the awesome beard come out and talk about for honor, and I love him. And I want to see more of him. And I definitely want them to announce him as playable DLC. He probably is just the entirety of all of the Vikings. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, the crew... I mean, it would be nice. Like, last year they threw a curveball at the end, didn't they? Or tried to. And last... Is Ubisoft throwing a curveball? Well, they tried. They, they came out with something <laughs> that nobody had seen. And it was a surprise. And it was steep. True. The sad fact of it was, it just looked like shit SSX. And funny and enough, when it, it came out, it was shit SSX. It would be nice to see something different, or something that hasn't been announced, or spoiled, or, you know, anything like that would, would be nice. I reckon we get to see some Far Cry 5 gameplay that will really piss off the fucking dickheads online. All of the Midwest Americans. Yeah, man, it's amazing. So the only people who are offended by this are the people who it's trying to offend. Yep. The people who for years have said, get over it, it's just a game when we've killed lots of black people. Yeah. So, motherfuckers, <laughs> get over it, it's just a game. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. Ubisoft has been, is always entertaining, it's always worth talking about, but this year it just seems like I know everything that's coming. I know all the... I don't even know why... We got things like a Far Cry announcement. Far Cry is not due until February next year, so why couldn't that wait till E3? Maybe they've got that much planned for other things. Yeah, I mean uh, Ubisoft do do a lot of live gameplay, which is good. So, you know, we'll hopefully see some Assassin's Creed. That'd be nice. It would be nice to come out at the end of the Ubisoft conference and go, "I really quite fancy that Assassin's Creed game." 
it's really piqued my interest. It would be nice to come out and say that. But I don't know, mate. I don't um, know. The Division 2. You reckon? I think we might see a, a, at least a, a trailer or an announcement of The Division 2. I'm just trying to think of all of the franchises that are available right now on, on Ubisoft that is for the reason to why Far Cry 5 and Assassin's Creed were just thrown out there. Well, Assassin's Creed was accidentally on-purpose leaked, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, that, that was an accidental on-purpose leak. One of the, will wet your whistle. Far Cry yeah. 5 being an unnatural announcement was a bit silly buggers, unless they've got a big list of games. Yeah. Uh, but, but thinking... But God, if that Ghost big Recon list of games ends in... Be, r- Ghost Recon r- DLC... Yeah, Ghost. Okay, so Ghost Recon DLC, they've been that's been churned out relatively, relatively regularly. That is a weird, weird sentence. Yeah, it's been churned out. You know, there's been a fair amount of it. Uh, okay, maybe not so much DLC. Maybe an actual expansion. Yeah. Um, what other big staple games are there uh, apart from the Division? Um, no, we've had a Watch Dogs. Maybe they've got a new IP in the lines. That'd be nice. New IP to go with their nice shiny new logo, which isn't really that new. <laughs> How about um, End War 2? Oh, God. Wait, does End War already have an End War 2? End War was the console voice-controlled yeah. uh, RTS game, wasn't it? Yes, that was set in the same half-universe as... Uh, Hawks. Hawks and Ghost Recon... Future Soldier. Adva- no, Advanced Warfighter 2. Okay. It, it was wasn't, Hawks, wasn't Hawks then, it was Grawl 2. Because Hawks was the same universe as Future Soldier. In that case, it... No, I'm pretty sure it might have been Hawks, because I'm pretty sure the... I, I say the same universe. Uh, what it really was, was it was literally just a single map involved where you, you have uh, planes fly over the top yeah. at one point. Well, there you go. How about Hawks 3? Hawks 3? We haven't had a... Name another Ace Combat is the only other still surviving plane combat game. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah, I don't want to play Hawks three. <laughs> but I th- I, yeah, Hawks one was okay. Hawks one was good. I liked Hawks one. Hawks one was a lot of fun. Hawks two fucked it up completely. I didn't even remember Hawks. I didn't even play Hawks two. I don't think. I did. My uh, I think I've told the story before. My my youngest brother is a massive flight like plane combat game fan I mean he plays like flight sim and that as well but he loves Hawks and IL-2 and all that kind of stuff he loves it so because it <coughs> excuse me because at the time we didn't have that many people to play with I was like yeah I've got you know spare few quid I'll, I'll buy it and I'll play it with you and like Hawks 1 I, I played from start to finish and then I played online with him a lot and then Hawks 2 I played and went yeah bruv this is dog shit I'm not playing this anymore no, but it's good. No, it's not. Fuck off. It's just not. But no, I, I, I don't know. I, I really, I'm annoyed that we're talking about Ubisoft and it should be a really interesting conversation about Ubisoft and it just feels like they fucked it up for themselves, not just for us. Yeah, Ubisoft really did uh, did shit the bed a little bit with their announcements. Yeah. But here's hoping they actually go, you know what, here, there's a reason to why we've uh, thrown all this crap out because we couldn't, we did a time and we couldn't fit Far Cry in because we've got, and then, I don't know, left field choice, 
a new Splinter Cell game. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, I'll let you have that. I'll definitely let you have that. I don't know if I have a left field choice for Ubi. They're so bland, and most no bland's unfair, but they're so predictable with a lot of their stuff. What are the Tom Clancy games are there? So we got Splint, Splinter Cell, Division, Rainbow Six, uh, Ghost Recon, Hawks, End War, End War. <laughs> I tell you, what, I will accept having Mr. Caffeine as long as Tom Clancy games have a big, a big thing at the Ubisoft. Yeah. So we could just have him going Tom Clancy. Yeah, I would. Yeah, okay. So I'll tell you what, my my left field choice. I would like another Ghost Recon Future Soldier. I know Ghost Recon Future Soldier didn't impress a lot of people. I really, really liked Future Soldier a lot. I was a big fan of Future Soldier. I would take more of that happily. Bring back the gunsmith. Yep. Gunsmith, I believe. Gunsmith is in Ghost Recon. Is it the uh, connect gunsmith where you can explode the guns and rotate them out? I don't believe so, but mainly because I don't have a connect anymore. (laughs) Bring back connectimals. Yeah. I tell you what, actually, my left field choice, my uh, completely out here choice for Ubisoft, on Blood Dragon 2. Yeah. Alright. Blood Dragon 2 is my left field choice for Ubisoft. Wait, don't Ubisoft have a dance game? Just dance. Yeah. That they bring out every year. That's what's going to be taking a big chunk of their time. They'll have Usher come out again to dance. Will it be Usher or will it be somebody I don't recognise? Do I get to show my age by live tweeting the Ubisoft thing and going, I don't know who this is? They they will have those, the Britain's Got Talent winners, the first ones, the diverse, Diversity. Oh, God. They'll have Just Dance Diversity Edition, where it's a group dance, Just Dance, oh, Dance. No. Just no. With dancers. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and that'll take ten minutes. That's all right. <laughs> but that's when you turn the kettle on. Yeah. And you make the next coffee. I think I'm all done with Ubisoft, mate, unless you've got something else to... <laughs> I think we're all done with Ubisoft. Yeah. After, after just just forever. We're all done with Ubisoft, just completely. Yeah, no more. Which brings us on to what is always the big test when it comes to people like me and sitting up watching all the E3 conferences. The Sony conference, which doesn't start officially... Until 2 a.m. Tuesday, 2 a.m. on Tuesday. Yep. I will not say 2 a.m. in the morning. 2 a.m. in the morning. I am not a cunt. Masturbatory. Masturbatory. So it starts 2 o'clock Tuesday morning. Officially starts 2 o'clock Tuesday morning. Every Jeez. year I've watched this, it actually means it doesn't start until about 2.30. Sometimes 3. Yep. Like I, There have been years where they've been more than 45 minutes late starting. Oh yeah, it's one of the reasons to why I always enjoy watching the Sony conference, you know, when it's the after it's been on because I can I'll flick it on and it says watch the Sony conference. You p- click play, you grab the scroll bar, you fling forward by an hour yeah. and then you press play and suddenly someone's on the stage. <laughs> but so Sony's the big one you, you know for the guys that sit up all night watching these things because it's always the challenge. It's an endurance test to get through to the end. I I have lots of stuff to say about Sony, but an awful lot of it is negative, I think, this year. So I, I tell you what, why don't you go first, Mr. Mr. Miller? What do you think about the Sony conference this year? 
uh, I'm thinking Sony will focus because they've they've done the hardware side. Yeah. Recently, with the PSVR, the the PS4 Pro, the slimline PS4, so this one will be all games. Yeah. And uh, so I'm thinking we're gonna see their probably see their their chummy you know exclusive rights to the Acti games. So we'll probably get Call of Duty World War Two. Yep. Destiny Two, and I don't know. Uh, what the when the PS4s were announced, they had GTA. So, oh wait, Rockstar are going up pally with Xbox for the Scorpio that for uh, Red Dead Redemption. Are they? I think so. Rockstar have always been very Sony focused. Yeah, but I think with the the whole Scorpio thing, they've gone. You know what? Let's uh, better with Scorpio. Okay. You think you think Rockstar and Red Dead Two goes to. The Xbox conference. Yeah, I okay. ju- maybe just Red Dead going for the Xbox. I think so- the Rockstar they'll, they'll they'll split the IPs, and I think GTA will stay with PlayStation. Okay. Um, Interesting. Uh, so there's obvious the Acti games. So Call of Duty, Destiny. Um, yeah, we'll definitely we'll for sure get some Call of Duty. I think a little bit of single player. Uh, some zombies. Yep. Probably not an awful... I bet we get a multiplayer trailer. Yeah. But no live multiplayer. I bet we get... Like I say, we'll get, maybe get some live zombies and a live demo for a mission which does the same thing that Call of Duty does every year which plays for five minutes and then has a thing that says for the sake of time and then skips forward 15 minutes and then finishes the mission. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll have that. Uh, and yeah, you're right. Probably Destiny 2. Um, a couple of first-party titles. More, more VR. I'm thinking more VR uh, DLC things like Fallout VR DLC. Okay. Going onto PSVR maybe. Okay. And a couple of other titles that already exist will have VR uh, updates possibly. Yeah. Okay. Um. What are we thinking? Another Naughty Dog, Last of Us 2? Well, I think we'll get some gameplay for the Last of Us. Maybe not a gameplay, maybe a full trailer. Yeah, rather than just Ellie singing. Yeah. I mean, last year was clearly a trailer, and they were they very, very clear in saying this is very, very early in development. This is not ready for testing. This will not be out for a while. They were very clear in that. So I do think that we get something along those lines and at best we'll actually see The Last of Us 2 end of 2018 beginning of 2019 but I do think we get a full full teaser trailer seems like a weird thing to say but last year's was a teaser trailer it won't be like a story trailer it'll be just a trailer with some in-engine stuff in it as well better on pro (laughs) yeah And I think uh, we get something very similar for... Do you remember last year's Days Gone? Uh, Days Gone wasn't that... Sons uh, of Anarchy, Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. This is my thing with Sony this year. Okay, Last year, I think they blew their load properly with new games. Last year, they, a lot of their new games that they kept they announced were all... Here's new games that are coming out in... Four, five years, maybe. This is it. So we have Last of Us 2, we had uh, 
Days Death Gone. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. We definitely see more of Death Stranding. I bet I would put money on us actually seeing that at the end of the show. Maybe Kojima coming out and introducing it again. Maybe, maybe, maybe. some gameplay. No, more another, an, or, another uh, Norman Reedus, Mads Mikkelsen, Guillermo del Toro video. Well, this is or maybe a proper trailer, something that isn't what is essentially a character introduction. Maybe a proper trailer. Somewhere along the line this year, I think we get an explanation-ish because it's Kojima as to what. Death Stranding fucking is because no one fucking knows and it's getting tough to keep the hype up for a game that no one knows what it is I would like to see a trailer, I would kill to see some gameplay, I, I think we get an explanation from from Kojima or Sony as to what Death Stranding is talking social media stuff, our, our good buddy Matt, Matt Lamborn who from the uh, retro gaming daily discussion retro gaming discussion show for fuck's sake I get it wrong every time it's not like I don't listen to it or anything uh, who <laughs> who was on our Resident Evil episode he would like to see some more Death Stranding as well uh, I think we get to see a lot of Death Stranding but yeah we, we had last year we had God of War Grandfather of War yep you know we, so we get to see a bit more of that I bet but again we saw gameplay of that last year You, we don't need to see more you need to give me a release date. Uh, um, a game from the Heavy Rain guys. Well, yeah, they've got one, haven't they? Uh, D- Detroit, I think it's called. Yeah, the... we, we saw that last year as well. Oh yeah, it's the the, the Blade Runner esque. It, it's type. definitely Blade Runner. I mean, there's there's no two ways about it. It's definitely Blade Runner. But yeah, it's called. Is it called Detroit being something. human or touching people or something? I I don't know. It's it's. It's got a stupid subtitle. I'm pretty sure it's called Detroit. Yeah. But, yeah, that'll be another better on Pro. <laughs> uh, it's uh, just... It's... Isn't Insomniac working on something? Aren't they working on a Spider-Man game? Insomniac are doing Spider-Man PS4. Yeah. Again, announced last year, at last year's E3. Uh, the other problem with Sony, of course, is Sony had their own event a couple of months after E3. Uh, usually in August, they usually have one at Gamescom, don't they? They usually have their little thing at Gamescom where they show more stuff. Yeah. So it's a fine balancing act between what they're going to show at E3 and what they're going to show at Gamescom. And unfortunately, after what they showed at Gamescom and E3 last year, I'm not sure there's anything new to show. No. I think they're going to completely... Well, they will almost certainly definitely ignore the Vita. I think the Vita is gone. There, there, there will be no talk of the Vita. At, at very best... You'll get another indie splat of games. And you'll get that fucking douchebag wearing the PlayStation-branded American football jersey. Yep. Saying who, who every says, so often, also and on Vita. On Vita. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and I I may cry if this happens as well, but I think PSVR gets the same treatment. Yeah. Because <laughs> what have we Available had? on PlayStation and Vita and VR... But what have we had for PlayStation VR the last couple of months? Wasn't there a new game released not that long ago? Or at least a new game announced very recently? I don't know. Uh, Farpoint? Yeah, Farpoint came out. That was... and I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be a launch title. <laughs> I may be yeah, wrong. But they, they, it may have been a launch, supposed to have been a launch title, but they decided to hold it back by eight months because they realised, hang on, we've got a load of launch titles, but nothing else planned. Yep. 
So no, let's, I mean, I uh, love let's my... release it eight months later and then close the studio. Yeah. I mean, I adore my VR, but I haven't used it much because there hasn't been much out for it. You That's know. just VR in general at the moment, I think. It is, which is a shame. I don't, you know, I spent a lot of money on that and I'd rather not have it sitting gathering dust. But I think, to be fair, if we get to Tuesday morning and they don't make any, they don't announce anything big or special for the VR, it, it might be taking a trip down to CEX. <laughs> or maybe going oh. on to eBay. I'll get more money out of it on eBay. Yeah. Speaking of VR, yep. um, completely left field, I have a Google Cardboard now. Really? Yeah. How is it? It. I tell you what, considering its sole purpose is just for watching videos in VR, yeah. so I've, I've so far, and not just videos, I, I tell you what, complete honesty, I got a free Google Cardboard from BT for the Champions League final. Okay. Because the Champions League final was streamed in VR. Okay. So cool. I watched that in VR, and it was weird, but somewhat enjoyable to see, because it actually kind of felt like you were in the stadium, because it was full 360 degree. Nice. That's pretty cool. There was just a 360 degree camera just sitting there. That's very cool. Or rather, there were several 360 degree cameras, <laughs> and you could actually pick which one you were standing at. Yeah. Or you could set it to auto, which would just go to the ones near to where the ball was. Right. I'm assuming there was a sensor to say where the ball was and to select, or a very good director. How's the porn on it? I, I honestly, I have no idea on the grounds that I'm pretty sure there isn't any free VR porn. Okay. Pretty sure at the moment it's still on a you have to pay for it all. Oh fuck that! Like oh. the the like how? I wait till there's blue. a category on you porn for it. <laughs> like Blu-ray porn. <coughs> yeah. Back in the day, you couldn't get that good 1080p. <laughs> Multi-angle bitch. Yeah. Uh, back to the PlayStation stuff. Yes. Uh, dreams yeah. the the, uh, the little, the little big, big planet, planet guys. guys yeah that would be interesting and i would like to see that in vr because it uses the move control and all that kind of shit and i've got the whole thing you know the vr the move all of that i'd like to give it a butchers and have a go but you know again that's been demoed two years in a row or spoken about at least two years in a row do we get something big and special like the orchestra for dad of war last year maybe do we get something horrendously fucked up, like the lights leading Kojima down to the stage, outrunning Kojima as he walked? <laughs> Possibly. Bless him. Uh, probably get a reintroduction to the playroom, or no, wait, what's the, the, the weird creatures living inside your controller? Yeah, playroom. Okay. The yeah. AR bots in the playroom. Yep, but with VR. There is already VR playroom. Okay. Then I'm out, shit out of ideas, and probably Sony R2. Yeah. I think uh, this year will be very disappointing for Sony, because they've got no hardware to advertise, they've got no hardware to announce, they've got a shitload of hardware they're not supporting anymore, and they've got a load of games that everybody already knows about. Uh, GT, Lee, Sport. Lee. GT Sport's another one. Yeah, That'll true. Be. There'll be more of that. True. I'll, I'll make Lee from the Mass Effect special. Imaginary Friendly. Imaginary Friendly. He said he would like to see, I think, Final Fantasy VII, he said. Or some more Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, Vita support. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> more indie games on Vita. Yeah. I, I, he did say something else. I can't remember what it was. And because I'm a complete professional, I definitely wrote it down. And I'm definitely not jumping onto Facebook to see what he said. It was on, oh, I was looking at Twitter because I assumed that's what he, he'd responded. Oh, shit, no. No, I'm pretty sure this one he responded on... Here we go. 
bit more on the Final Fantasy VII remake would be nice. DLC for Horizon, possibly, he says. Hmm. Same as Prey. Maybe a bit too soon, but I wouldn't rule it out. But the same rules apply. I haven't finished Horizon yet. If they start talking story DLC, I will be pausing it, or muting it, and legging it out the room so I don't have anything spoiled. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't put it... Because it's Gorilla, and I think Gorilla have, have realised they've sold enough Horizon, to, and a lot of people are massive fans. You know, it's gotten a lot of love, so DLC would be a good way to get in some quick cash is a very mean way to say it because Guerrilla worked very hard uh, and yeah would like to see some new IPs I think yes but probably all indie I think we get to spend a lot of time talking about IPs that we already know about uh, and then he said Vita support lol mm, maybe what about uh, what about an out here kind of kind of idea from Sony go on then full on right I'm going to blow your mind with this one. Okay. PlayStation Vita 2. I have that on my list. <laughs> Seriously, I have it on my yeah. list of this shit will never happen, but I would love it if it did. The Vita yeah. 2 would be amazing. Because the, the, the text improved dramatically since the Vita came out, yep. especially in in small scale. There are, there are tiny processors that are now you know yep. as powerful as the PlayStation 4 is almost. Yeah. So, or possibly even after realizing their stupid mistake with the Pro, the PlayStation Super Pro. The Super Pro. Please call it the Super Pro, Sony. Please. Well, the, the fucking the PS3 Slim and Super Slim <laughs> exist. Be, be dicks. Call it the PlayStation One. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I would definitely buy a PlayStation One. PlayStation Four Pro S. <laughs> Pros. So I tell you, my out here idea. And it can't happen if Gorilla announce Horizon DLC. I want to see Killzone 5. I want more Killzone. Okay. Yeah. It's, we've, it's been a few years. The new Killzone is this Killzone VR. Uh, Killzone VR. Oh God. I would definitely keep my VR for that. But that would be nauseating. But yeah. I, that would be my out here idea. I would really, really like to see some more Killzone. But I think... Oh no, we've got one more to talk about. Yes. Almost said we're done. We're no, done we're without without mentioning the the other company that exists in the gaming world and yeah. have existed in the longest amount of yeah, time. Longer than any of the others we've talked about so far. Uh, so Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening, was it five o'clock our time? Something like that. Some something like that, yeah. Yeah, 5pm BST is what my list says. Nintendo. The Nintendo... What did you say it was called? Spotlight. Spotlight. The Nintendo Spotlight. Uh, so, I think like all their other... What do they call them? Nintendo Directs. Yeah. I think it's going to be like all their other Nintendo Directs, which they do sporadically throughout the year when they've got new announcements and things. I think it's just going to be a bigger Nintendo Direct. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not... I'm not clued up enough of what Nintendo have and haven't got uh, to talk with any kind of I don't know, expertise about what they might have I mean I can't talk with expertise about much except, <laughs> you know well no, I was going to say except something I can't think of anything but, I don't know is 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 uh, 
What's their shooting game called? Um, good, think, good question. The, the thing with the paint and the squids. Uh, Splatoon. Splatoon. Is Splatoon 2 out yet? No. Then we no. definitely see some Splatoon 2. Yeah, um, Splatoon 2, Mario Odyssey. Okay. Is it, is it called Odyssey? Is it like Super, Mario World? Super Mario something. Pretty sure it's Odyssey. Okay. Uh, Monster Hunter 20. <laughs> I'm just throwing numbers now because I'm, uh, Monster Hunter's had uh, so many fucking games. That I'm just yeah. throwing up 20. 20 seems like it's a good number. There's probably <laughs> been 19 Monster Hunter games. True. Uh, Zelda DLC? I, you know, I don't imagine Nintendo will do that. They've not done DLC before. No, okay. I don't. They don't do it. They barely. They've only just started to do a subscription service for the online service. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll get a lot of news about that because that's all been finalised now, hasn't it? Yeah, the the twenty bucks a year. Yeah. So that'll all be explained to us. What about Hyrule Warriors Two? Oh, the uh, Legend of Zelda fighting game. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Because that seemed to go down very well. You know, again, I'm, I'm, and it's it's a bit like the PC thing. I'm not purposefully not paying attention, but because I don't own a Switch and I don't own a Wii U, uh, I don't need to look at these things. Or it's not that I don't need to. I just don't. I gravitate towards the Sony and PlayStation, the Sony and Xbox stuff because I own those consoles. But I do remember Hyrule Warriors going down very, very well. So I, Hyrule Warriors Two, I think, would be on my list of maybes yeah but this is literally this is me grasping at straws I don't know enough about Nintendo to know what's going to be coming um trying to think what other uh, Animal Crossing okay uh, Animal Crossing whatever number they're on now three yeah. four we haven't had the yeah the, there'll be one of those probably I don't know. I I don't think I've actually watched an an actual a Nintendo Direct or a Nintendo Spotlight at all, like ever. I've watched a couple, not many, because they tend to be very focused on something that's due soon. So the 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 Mario Kart Nintendo Direct, or you know the you know Super Mario World Nintendo Direct, or something like that. They don't. They're not things that I go out of my way to watch because I don't own the consoles that they're going to be played on. It's, yeah. it's easier for me to just read up later if it turns out that something interesting actually happened. And I listen to like enough gaming podcasts to get the gist of what may or may not have been said without actually having to take time out of my day to watch people make fools of themselves on a green screen. Um, Says the man who's taken time off of work to watch E3. Yeah. <laughs> I am very I aware of how stupid it. that makes me sound. Uh, EA Sports FIFA Switch version. You reckon? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they've already confirmed FIFA's coming to Switch. And the way that they announced it being EA Sports FIFA and not FIFA 17 stroke 18, whichever one it's going to be. So EA Sports FIFA means it's... Means it's the same as what the Vita one was, which was... I think it's pretty sure EA have practically confirmed that the Switch version is not going to have the Frostbite engine. Is that because the Switch can't handle the Frostbite engine or because they just don't want to? I th- Maybe they just want to have a home for the Ignite engine considering how much time and effort they put into the Ignite engine only to use it for one year. Okay, yeah. Fair so enough. they thought might as well get their money out of it 
But then again, the Switch is the X- an Xbox 360 in power. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to glaze over this one pretty quickly because I know how much you hate the franchise, but Pokemon. Okay, so... what? A, no, because I've brought this up a couple of times when we've spoken about the Switch in the past, haven't I? So it's not that I hate the franchise, I just don't play it and don't see the fucking point. But many <laughs> people say that about the franchises that I love, so it's okay. So do we reckon Pokemon on the Switch or Pokemon on the newly announced 2DS? There's a newly announced 2DS? I know the 2DS already existed. Yeah, because the 2DS is the flat one that doesn't fold, isn't it? Yeah, is there a now folding 2DS? I believe it's a folding 2DS. So basically the Nintendo DS is just getting a new version of it. Yeah, but because they have a 3DS, they can't just call it a DS, it has to be a 2DS because marketing... Why, why not just buy a 3DS and just get t- turn the Switch to off? Because you can sell it slightly cheaper if it doesn't have 3D technology in it. I suppose, but yeah, the probably... Why am I defending these twats? Yeah, the I, I'm going to go with Pokemon Sun and Moon 2. Would that be on the Switch or on the 2DS? On the 2DS. Okay. Yeah, there's no way that... They might release a Pokemon game onto the... Switch, but it won't be a main Pokemon release. It'll be a a Pokemon party piece. Okay. Be like a uh, I don't know. They they have mystery dungeon games, which aren't main Pokemon games. Uh, or Pokemon Stadium, spiritual successor. They think they had Colosseum was the most recent one that they had. Okay. Or um, Pokémon Tournament. What the fuck is Pokémon Tournament? Pokémon Tournament is a Pokémon fighting game. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It's exactly how it sounds. I don't think Pokémon Tournament actually has a console release. I think it's exclusive to arcades. Okay, and fair enough. I'm not entirely sure if they are in arcades outside of Japan. Which would explain why I've never heard of it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, but complete... Um, I don't believe there'll be any real mentioning of uh, Switch stuff for Pokemon. Otherwise, it's they've there's far too much time and effort has gone into sorting out this generation of Pokemon games onto the 3DS and 2DS. Kills the mobile before. market. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. They can't they can't well, kill off the mobile market just yet. There's portable still... market, I should say, because it's not mobile phones, is it? It's the portable yeah. consoles. There's still. The 2DS will have the same lifespan as any other handheld console, which will be three years. So the folding 2DS will be two, three years, so it will be 2020 at the earliest before we see Pokemon on Switch as an actual actual game. What about remembering, of course, that the Switch is in fact a portable console? I'm aware the Switch is a portable console. No, no, but... but what I mean is, you know, obviously Pokemon is a generally a portable game for 2DS and 3DS and just DS yeah. in general and Game Boy and whatever the Switch is technically a portable console that's dockable true so, okay so the, the, would that the make general... it such an out here idea for them to have Pokemon on it the Pokemon cycle is about two years between each game so okay with Sun and Moon 2 or whatever they decide to call them because they don't normally go and you know bust out the same names multiple times yeah uh, I'm so yeah, 20, 2019, 2020, okay. we will get the next round of Pokemon games. Fair and enough. assuming Switch still exists, yeah, 
and they haven't gone Switch 2 or Switch U or you know and they actually go hang on we should probably release a console that's capable of doing 1080p (laughs) (laughs) right now some of the people that are listening that have a Switch going it fucking does only if you plug it into a TV (laughs) okay so what about an out here suggestion for for Nintendo something that will never ever happen that you would like to see happen um an actual I tell you what, actually, let's change the question slightly. What could they do at E3 this year that would make you go out and buy a Switch the day after the presentation? Okay, I wouldn't say the day after the presentation, but upon release of said game would be Smash Brothers. Fair enough. Probably the same here. Smash Brothers, plus the fact that their online seems to be a bit better, would definitely make me consider picking one up, because it's the only, only game franchise that... I could I would buy a console for. I bought my Wii based on the fact that I was I could play Smash Brothers Brawl. Yeah. Although I ended up importing an American copy because it took another fucking eighteen no. It took nine months after the American release for it to come out over here. Jeez. And the American release was three months after the Japanese release. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. So I imp- I imp- I imported the American copy and yeah. uh, a a freeloader disc. Yeah. You know, going Fair old enough. school. <laughs> and then when the uh, the European PAL version was released, I bought that as well, and then plugged it into my uh, my Wii to find out that the game save doesn't transfer between the regions. <laughs> so I immediately went, well, fuck this, put the game back into the case, and just kept using the freeloader version because I had all of the characters unlocked. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think I think uh, Smash Brothers would probably be the out here would make me buy a Wii U Switch thing. Wii U 2 Switch. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's all of it, mate. That's Yeah, I think we've covered everything. We've, I, we've I, covered E3. I tell now you we what, don't need to wake up in the morning. No, we don't. I'll tell you what, then. A, a couple of... Let us know what... Give us a couple of things you'd like to see at E3. Maybe, like, in the between conference shows or stuff that's on the show floor that maybe, like, GameSpot and... IGN get their hands on stuff that what do you want to see that, that you know is coming soon that they're going to show there um shit uh more Marvel vs. Capcom okay that's yeah. cool the Marvel vs. Capcom stuff and are oh, the the next Middle Earth game the Shadow of War yeah I think yeah Shadow of War the Warner Brothers monolith one yeah cool I think I'd like to see more I'd like to see a fair amount of because it's like I said earlier it's June August. I'd like to see a lot of Agents of Mayhem, <laughs> probably because it's my most anticipated game of the year now. Now that we've gotten Prey and Horizon out of the way, uh, that's probably it. What about Cyberpunk 2077? I would like to see Cyberpunk 2077. I'd like to see it in action, uh, just mainly because it's the first RPG, actual proper RPG, that's interested me in a long time. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I'd like you, Agents of Mayhem. Yeah, Cyberpunk. I don't care who gets it. I'd like to see some gameplay for Red Dead, even though it's been delayed. Yep. Yes, but, it has. But yeah, that's that's our E3, mate. So should we should we talk a little bit about what we're going to do for E3? Because obviously we've said we're going to do certain things, but we've not actually laid out what we're doing. So after each conference this year, and depending on how successful we are and how many people listen and if people like it and if we can fucking handle it, uh, you know, and assuming we're still going this time next year, 
you know, we might do it again. But the plan for this year, for people that are attached to the Foul Critics podcast feed, is we are going to spam the shit out of the Foul Critics podcast feed for the next few days. So at the end of every conference, almost immediately, we're going to get online and we're going to do a quick Skype call and just a quick and dirty take on what we've just seen. So, you know, EA, what did we say EA was? 8 o'clock, Saturday, yep. uh, Saturday night, something. That'll finish about 10, so not long after, you know, time to go take a piss and get a cup of coffee, and we'll jump online, and we'll have a quick Skype call, and we'll talk about what we've just seen. Now, the plan is then for our shows to be half an hour, 40 minutes-ish. Yep. Unedited. More or less unedited. I mean, I do get the feeling that towards the end of the, the four days, it will just be lots of tired groaning that I will have to edit out because no one wants to fucking hear that. But essentially, as much as it pains me to say these very words, but instant hot takes on what we've just watched. You know, quick jump on, chat about what we've watched, edit it, send it straight off to the RSS feed, and hopefully... You know, within a couple of hours of the show finishing, there will be a podcast on the feed for you to have a listen to and to let us know what you think. You know, just if you want to know what we thought of the show. At the same time, one of us at least will be live tweeting each show, I guess, from the Character Unlock uh, can I, can Twitter I do the account. Bethesda one? No. Oh. No, you cannot do the Bethesda <laughs> one. You're ruining it for everyone. I'm the only cynical cunt that's allowed to do anything like that. So someone's got to be the voice of reason, and it can't be me because I can will, be the will, voice of reason to the Bethesda. That will be my make, reason is shut up, Bethesda. <laughs> it will make everyone uncomfortable if I'm the normal one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, I don't know who's going to be doing what. I'm assuming we will organise it probably about five minutes into each conference as to who's going to be live-tweeting. But yeah, someone will be live-tweeting from the Character Unlock account uh, their thoughts as we go on. Hopefully, I mean, if all goes to plan, it should be quite cool. I'm very excited. It's the first time I've been excited for E3 for quite some time because I have been a little jaded the last couple of years going, oh, God, why am I sitting up till silly o'clock in the morning? And, you know, I think last year we got to Sony's conference and it was running late and I went, no, I'm going to bed, fuck you. And got up the next morning and watched it on YouTube afterwards, which was much more fun. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it, as I hope you are. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm, def- I'm doing the I'm doing the Bethesda one. I'm just getting the poop emoji ready. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll let you have the Bethesda one then. Yay! You can honestly, you can do the Bethesda one. I just might take over occasion and just throw the poop emoji in between your tweets. <laughs> I'll just do the same when EA start talking about FIFA. <laughs> That's fine. And just piss, piss everybody off by keep calling it soccer. Yes. <laughs> FIFA soccer 18. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I think I think that's our plans. That's, and hopefully, you know, if all goes well, that starts tomorrow night as this podcast goes out. Psyching myself up for it already. <laughs> yeah, you mad, mad man. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Luckily, you know, I've got some time off that week. But that'll be fun. But yeah, so that's that's our E3 plans. Hopefully, 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 everybody sticks with us and they 
enjoy it and we're entertaining. I can't I can't promise that we're not going to be tired and offensive and offensively tired because all of those things are definitely going to happen. Yep. And someone will do something that will really piss me off and I will definitely have to vent about it and I'll be doing it at three o'clock in the fucking morning and it will really be horrible. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully it all goes well. Uh, so yeah, until then, mate, until then, because I think we're about ready to wrap up. Yeah, I'd definitely say we're ready to wrap. So until we start doing this insane E3 stuff, my friend, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter as the John underscore CU and on Xbox Live as Long Dong Silver. Cool. I am at Brooker411 on Twitter, where I am bitching and moaning about everything that... Just everything. Uh, and I write for and podcast with failed critics uh, a fair amount, so you can find me there. And yet, for the duration of E3, you will find us regularly on Twitter and Facebook at Character Unlock and Instagram. My apologies. Yep. Keep, keep forgetting we have an Instagram account. And I keep forgetting that too. <laughs> yep, so at Instagram as well. So at, at Instagram, on Instagram, at Character Unlock. And hopefully, hopefully, you'll join us tomorrow and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday for our several very short hot takes on E3. Do please come and join in the conversation because hopefully it will be a good, fun couple of days. But yeah, until tomorrow, we will see you later on. Say goodnight, John. Goodnight, John. Character Unlock was presented by Andrew Brooker and John Miller with music provided with permission from Miracle of Sound from the track A Dog's Life. Character Unlock is recorded for Failed Critics and is a part of the Failed Media Network of Podcasts, along with Field and Mullinger's Underground Nights and the Failed Critics Film Podcast. And you can check us out at failedcritics.com or find us on Twitter at Character Unlock. Thanks for listening. Let's go back in time, shall we? Hey, want to come over and play my Wii? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, Ghost Recon. Everyone do it with me. Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy, Ghost Recon. There you go. Let's go back in time, shall we? Yikes! Here, hold my joy wand. Hey, want to come over and play my Wii? <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
Tom Colancy, Tom Colancy, Tom Colancy, Tom Colancy, Tom Colancy, Tom Colancy, Ghost Recon. Everyone do it with me. Tom Colancy, Tom Colancy, Tom Colancy, Tom Colancy, Tom Colancy, Tom Colancy, Ghost Recon. There you go. Let's go back in time, shall we? Yikes! Yes, I'm not afraid of a few dick jokes. Thank you. There you go.